Uh, everyone, this is Devin from Surface in the Sun. Sorry, Brutally Delicious? Yep, podcast. Right. Hey, everyone, this is Devin from Surface of the Sun, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious podcast. Hey, you're listening to Brutally Delicious Podcast. I'm Bruce. And I'm Chris. No, what were you saying last week? Dingy, dingy, or something from, what the hell was it from uh, Family Guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> Ringy, dingy, dingy, or some stupid shit. Anyway, you're today listening on the to show. the Brutally Delicious Podcast. The Brutally Delicious. <laughs> brutally Delicious. There we go. Anyway, today we've got Devon or Devin Eggers, producer, engineer, and uh, part of Surface of the Sun from Vancouver. And let's go ahead and get him on the line. Well, it's not Vancouver, it's Maple Ridge. Get it right. Maple Ridge. <laughs> I'm being told it's 40 minutes outside of Vancouver. So to me, that's a, a if, suburb of Vancouver. If there's no traffic. If there's oh. traffic, it could be two hours or more. Vancouver traffic is like DC traffic. Totally is fucked really? up. Yeah, it's one of the worst traffic areas in North America. The, but really? the roads aren't as big, so it's not as bad. But getting around is, if there's an accident. I had no idea. But they have good public transportation though, right? Oh, unbelievable, yeah. But not to Maple Ridge. <laughs> Maple Ridge, you oh. have to drive over the Fraser River. No, over the Pitt River to get to. So it's... Uh, there's one bridge. <laughs> well, actually, there's yeah, two. There's two now, but you know. Hmm. Hey. Right, get Devin on. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Hello, Bruce. Hello, Dev. Is it Devin or Devon? It's Devin. Devin, how are you, man? This meet my partner, Chris. Hello, Chris. How you doing, nice man? Nice to meet you guys. Hey, I'm doing well, thank you. Sorry about the rescheduling. Thanks for taking the time. Hey, no, no worries. Worked out all right. You're all right. You're up there uh, outside of Vancouver, huh? Correct. I just Maple got a little Ridge. geography lesson. Yeah, I, I just I, got a little I, geography lesson. My partner's from up there. Go ahead, Chris. I, oh, I gotta okay. ask. <laughs> I gotta ask you what you think of my nickname for Maple Ridge. Are you ready? Okay. Mullet Ridge. Uh, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It's not that bad. I'm not here from here originally. I'm actually from small northern towns in the northern part of the province. Yeah. So uh, this is not not too bad for me. <laughs> I lived. I'll, I just, lived I'll uh, just say there's a there's a lot of souped up pickup trucks around here still. Oh, there well, is. That's like <laughs> me too. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I live. I lived in uh, Burnaby, New Westminster, for like. 20, 23 years. So oh, okay. Before I moved to Virginia, so oh yeah, I'm pretty familiar with the uh, with the area. Nice, yeah, it's a good spot around here. I like it. I've been up and down the province, and in I've lived in Vancouver. I've lived in towns as small as 700 people. So I've got a kind of taste of everything. And Maple Ridge it was has been that nice balance between not too small, not too big. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get to the city uh, pretty quickly for anything big, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I get correction. Depends on the time of the day and the flow of the traffic. <laughs> because, we were just talking about that too. Yeah. Cause what should be 30 minutes can be two hours very easily, but uh, yeah, like evenings and weekends, I can get into Burnaby really quickly, Vancouver real quick. I can get pretty much everywhere. So it's not bad. Yeah. They have the new SkyTrain station at the mall there. So you just cross the bridge and you're on the train and you're downtown. So yeah. Yeah. And they've got the new, 
They've got a new um, road that goes, it's like a Surrey bypass road that's around the north end of Surrey under the patella down out towards Swasson. Yeah, I know that. So road. even what is that, the 90? Yeah. 90? I can't remember. Um, Highway 17 or something. Yeah, yeah. But even like that to get to Scott Road and park there and head downtown is just as easy as getting to Coquitlam now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. I've I've only been out of Vancouver for just over a year and a half, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, so Devin, let's turn this uh, towards you a little bit while we're, while we're here. Sure. Uh, you're, a pr- you're a producer, engineer, and a musician. Uh, what are you working on right now? Right now, I've got, um, well, lots of just stuff promoting and pushing the new EP that came out. And I've got songs um, that didn't make this EP. Originally, I'd planned for a full-length album. So the ones that didn't get onto this release, I've gone back to those. I've reintroduced myself to them because I had a little bit of a break focusing on this last release. So I've got approximately, I think six seven or eight different song ideas on the go some are pretty complete so most of my attention is going to be focusing on those um i'm also uh writing my second novel i recently released a, an ebook last year so when i get a little time between the music and different projects i might work on the writing a little bit as well wow excellent so when you say your music is this your solo stuff or is this the surface of the sun the Surface of the Sun is one of my solo projects. Okay, cool. I yeah, just want to make sure yeah. we talking about the same thing. Yeah, so that's what I'm working on at the moment. I've been talking, I do occasionally do mixing for other musicians and bands as well. Uh, so I've been in talks with a couple of different local artists and one from Calgary. So maybe something to line up there for the fall, which would be nice. Be good to work on some other other bands materials for a bit too. Yeah, that's a, actually what Chris does. Chris. Yeah. I, were you... How long have you been in Maple Ridge? Uh, almost six years. Wow. I can't believe we haven't crossed paths. I, wor- I used to work in, in studios downtown Vancouver all the time. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I recorded like, well, I recorded there for 20 years. So I usually run into people all around. I'm surprised that we never, that we never ran into each other. You know, we might have crossed paths a long time ago when I first moved to the Vancouver area for audio engineering and I did two years um, post-secondary education. I got my diploma doing that. Then afterwards, I was a house engineer at Greenhouse for a while. Nice. I, I worked out of Armory, Warehouse, then did some freelance stuff with a production team for a while. Yeah. Uh, and then did my own stuff. So there was quite a few years where I was working full-time in the industry, primarily as, a, as an engineer at that time. Yeah. We might have crossed paths then, maybe. We must have. There must have. We must have. So, yeah. Were you? Were, I guess you were working for Bruce and Roger then at Greenhouse. Yes, at that time I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was that before they moved or after they moved? That was before they moved. They were still in Burnaby at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. Man, that facility yeah. was amazing in Burnaby. Yeah, it was great. I used to run Studio A, the large one. Yeah. So um, what a fantastic room to track drums in. Like that place was just, it sounded amazing. Yeah, it was It was kind of a strange room too because it was so bright, you know? Yeah. But like how many hit records came out of that room? Bruce's favorite song, How You Remind Me by Nickelback was done in there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah I kind of came in right after um, Chad came and kind of bought all of the equipment and the board <laughs> and everything that was in the room for his play. I, you know, I guess it had some, you know, some history and nostalgia with it and, and he wanted to take it for himself. So when I came in, they had 
uh, recently brought in a, a new SSL E series nice. from um, someplace in LA. I think it was one of a Madonna had it at one point or something before then. Huh. Yeah, it was yeah. basically the same console, was it not? It was just. I think it was pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, I remember having drinks with Bruce, and he told me the story of how he sold that. <laughs> We sold that oh, console really? to Chad. Did he, <laughs> did he ever tell you that story? No, no, I didn't hear. Oh, God. So Bruce phoned him, and he's like, I want to buy the console. Or Chad phoned Bruce, I want to buy the console. And he was like, not for sale. <laughs> and, and he just kept phoning and offering more money and more money until finally Bruce is like, okay, fuck. <laughs> I can buy <laughs> wow. a new con- I can sell this one, buy a new one, make a profit, but I have to tell you about it. It needs a lot of work. Like the power supply is fucked. Everything's fucked. Like you, it's going to cost a lot of money to fix it. And he was just like, I don't care. Wow. I just, I just wow. want it. Because what Bruce doesn't know about that console, besides doing Nickelback, it did Dr. Feelgood. It mixed the Black Album. It oh, did, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was from Little Mountain Sound, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was from Studio yeah. A in Little Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's a ton of history with that. Slippery when wet. Like it was like this console that had more platinum records on it than any SSL that I've ever seen in my life. So when you're talking about Bruce, you're talking about Bruce Fairburn? Yeah, no, uh, Bruce Levin, Bruce Levins from Vancouver. He's the studio owner. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Very very interesting. Roger, yeah. Anywho. So go ahead. So Devin, are you planning on taking uh, Surface of the Sun out on the road at all? Or is this kind of just a studio thing? You know, that's a really good question. It's been a studio thing up until the last while, um, but I've been really thinking about what that would be like, how I can make it work. There's been a lot of questions. Other bands wanted me to do shows with them, um, talking with other industry professionals, asking about how I get it on the stage. So I've had some conversations with different individuals. I've been kind of planning and figuring it out. And my my goal is what I hope to do is get this on the stage at, at some point, not too far down the road. So the answer is yes. How I'm going to do that yet, I'm not sure because, you know, as you've heard the arrangements, they're pretty complex. And because I'm solo, I need a lot of uh, additional musicians on the stage to be able to pull it off. So it's a bit of a challenge in that regards, but uh, I'd like to make it happen. Did you, did you track the record mostly with um, like virtual instruments or did you go to real studios and track real musicians? Uh, I played everything um, like all the guitars, bass, and everything, I I played and performed all of that. Yeah. Uh, then and I did that in my facility, and then I rented out Monarch Studios out of Vancouver to track the drums. Yeah, I've recorded in Monarch quite a few times. Yeah. Yeah, it was my first time there. Uh, love the facility. It's super comfortable. It's got a nice vibe. Everything's great condition. Sounds nice. Awesome lounge area. Uh, owners and house engineers are fantastic. Uh, it was a really good experience there. Oh, yeah, no. It, did you do that before the reno or after the reno? Just before. So I was in there in beginning of April, and I think they redid the acoustics in the control room in, in May. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And was Elisa the the engineer there with you? No, I had... Um, uh, oh, my God, she's going to kill me. I'm trying to play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad with names. Olivia Kwan. Ah, cool. Yeah, yeah. She was wonderful to work with as well. Yeah, no, that facility is great. I found it had like kind of this weird mid-range, like maybe like six to nine hundred hertz thing going on in there, which which is kind of cool. You know, it gave it it gave it a different character than most rooms. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, everything turned out really well. I went there beforehand and uh, banged on some drums a little bit, walked around the live room. And um, I like drums to be a little bit on the brighter side. And yeah. I found the room, you know, it was it was small and tight, but it still gave you that, that ambiance. So we just opened up a couple of the doors into the piano room and up into the hallway just to increase the uh, square footage a little bit and get a microphone out in the stairwell that I could use. Nice, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Chris? Yo, no, nothing. I could talk all day. I mean, I want to I wanna get back up there and go into Mushroom again and go into Little Mountain. Like, living living where I live, there's the it's just like a massive drop-off in qualities of facilities compared to, oh, what, really? I'm, compared to what I'm used to, yeah. It's, um, I mean, not in New York, which is only three hours away, obviously. Yeah. But, but like, I don't know if Bruce really understands the, the depth of, of the quality of studio in Vancouver. It's, it's like going to LA or New York. It's just unbelievable. Right. Well, as you know, I worked in the hit factory and soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Why don't you? I had to listen to you talking about Little Mountain and Bruce and all these people. So, yeah, no, it's cool. Sorry. 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 Um, <laughs> Devin, tell us about your uh, your new book. A uh, new book is a follow up to. Uh, the one that I released last year, which is called Skyview. It's about this um, guy who's at a point in his life, I think, that everybody can relate to. You know, you're you're kind of wondering what you're doing. You're maybe not satisfied with the work or what you're achieving, and maybe you're not living towards your normal goals. And he's kind of going through this, you know, early midlife crisis, per se. And, and all of a sudden, he finds himself caught up in this mess of stuff that's been going on. Uh, people start coming after him. People are dying. He doesn't know what it's about. He doesn't know who to trust, uh, who he can rely on, how to keep himself safe because, you know, all this espionage type stuff that's going on is completely out of his realm. And right. he gets wrapped up in this thing that's been going on for quite a while. So the whole book is him trying to, you know, figure out what everything means and what happens. And so there's a lot of action. There's some twists. There's some turns. There's a sci fi twist to it. So the book that I'm working on now, which on the, First rough draft. I'm about, I'd say, a third of the way through it. It carries off, uh, carries on from how the first book ended, and expands into all these other individuals and groups that are part of that thing that was already happening in the first book that he had to kind of figure out. So there's kind of involves the whole planet, um, different areas, different countries. It's uh, pretty neat, I think. I've, it's kind of one of these things I'd always wanted to do since I was. Uh, quite young. Uh, I've always enjoyed reading, whether it's something educational, scientific, or, you know, a nice fantasy novel. And this idea came to me once a couple of years ago when I should have been sleeping, but it was one of those nights I couldn't sleep and grabbed my phone and jotted down a bunch of notes on this idea and just went for it. Nice. Do you have to, do people have to be familiar with the first one to pick this one up or can you just jump in? No, they'll need the they'll need the first one because it continues right afterwards and it it ties so closely to what happens in the first book that you'd need the info. You stay pretty busy creatively, huh? I mean, books, producing, and music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I definitely do. Um, I enjoy it though. I like I like learning. I like challenging myself. I love creating things. So. Um, 
focusing on all this different stuff really, you know, it's what keeps me happy. It's what I look forward to. Awesome. Chris? I'm I'm all good, brother. If um if fans want to get hold of you, are you pretty active social media wise and where can they find you? Uh yeah, you can find me at Facebook uh, slash surface of the sun. I'm on there all the time. I love talking with people. If you want to send me a message, you want to post on the wall, ask me questions. I love doing that. So please uh, reach out to me. You can also follow me on Instagram at, I uh, apologize for all the underscores, but it was the easiest way to do it. It's surface of the sun music with underscores in between each word. Um, and I'm really boosting the amount of usage I, uh, uh, I put into Instagram with photos and things that are happening. So follow me there as well. In your spare time when you're not writing or producing or engineering or touring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love um, uh, bike riding. I got back into riding uh, pedal bikes the last couple of years. I love to get out a couple times a week. Uh, hiking. I really enjoy nature. I love being out in the forest, in the trees. So if the weather's good, sometimes even when it's not so good, I like to make sure I get some time out in nature every week. Where awesome. you live, that's easy to do. Uh, I'm in this beautiful spot that I can go five minutes one way and I've got Costco, movie theaters, shopping, whatever I need. I get on my bike. I go less than five minutes the other way. I'm on the Alouette River riding along the dike, surrounded by trees and mountains. It's just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful area. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all I've got. I want to thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. You guys take care. Thanks you very too, much. Dude. You too. And I'll send you a link when it gets live. Brilliant. Later, buddy. Uh, be well. Thanks. Cheers. Bye.
Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like.